hate spitters. Okay. I Get comfortable, sit back, and enjoy as we share a different point of view. Hey, this is Bear Medicine Walker, and I'm here with my best bud today, Miss Christina Nelson, intuitive medium and paranormal investigator. Hey. <laughs> All right, let's try that again. All right. And oh, just come in with it after I give you give them your name, okay? Oh, oh. Three, two, one. Hey, welcome, folks. Uh, this is Bear Messwalker, and I'm here with my best bud, Christina Nelson, intuitive medium and paranormal investigator. What, buddy? How you doing? How you doing, Miss Burr? <laughs> I'm doing good. How are you? Uh, not bad. We're coming into fall, so it's, I'm feeling good. Well, you know, we're coming into fall, but we're coming into something really new here, and and uh, Christina and I, in our off time here, yeah, our off time, we have so yeah. much off time, um, have decided to come and uh, do something a little different, uh, and actually, it's a different point of view, and uh, what we're going to do is, uh, Christina and I don't always agree, <laughs> we agree to disagree, right? Yeah, you got that right, that makes it so unique, right? Well, you know, everybody's got a point of view, and uh, there really is, with the fields we work in, there's really no right answer or wrong answer, eh? Absolutely. So uh, we're going to do a little bit of chatting and uh, today's topic, and we're going to, actually in the weeks ahead, we're going to come into different topics, and if you guys have topics that you uh, want us to discuss or go over with uh, on the show... Make sure you get in touch with Christina or I. And Christina, tell them where they can get hold of you. Hey, easy. That's uh, www.christinanelsonmedium.com. Again, one more time, www.christinanelsonmedium.com. Well, and both of us are over on Facebook as well. And uh, um, you can also get us here on BTR. And I can't believe it, but we did. We came back. We said we weren't going to, but we did. <laughs> Never say never. Yeah, we're back to radio, and that's okay. We're going to be talking about a lot of different things, and today we're going to talk a little bit about spirituality, angels, and all that jazz. And uh, I thought, you know, hey, Christina, why don't we give our points of view as far as what we feel the difference between religion and spirituality are, because a lot of people get that mixed up. Oh, yeah, absolutely they do. I still do sometimes. You know, I still put some of my religion background in my spirituality, not, you know, just subconsciously. And it's like, oh, well, well, wait, you know, because it's so embedded in my brain, the religion I grew up with. So, yeah. Well, what what do you think, what do you think is the difference between the two? What do you consider the difference between the two? Well, the, the difference between the two is spirituality actually comes from the heart. It's something you totally believe in, and, and it's just, it's there, and it's, it's deep, and it's, it's this connection you have with spirit and God, and and it's a total different feeling than you have with your mainstream religion. For instance, Catholicism, I grew up a Catholic. You know, it's, it's more uh, man-made. It's, it's more, um, uh, how do I want to say this, uh, more uh, militant. You know, it's, it's repetitious. It's the same thing every Sunday. And it's the same beliefs and the same, you know, type of Bible that they use. We call a missalette. And, you know, it's repetitious. And it's not really a personal relationship 
to me with God. It's the religion to me is a personal relationship with the priest or your preacher or the people in your congregation and, and somewhat a relationship with God, but not as close it doesn't seem. Whereas as my spirituality is, is, is this love affair that I have for spirit and God and, and this feeling that I have that's so deep. You know, does that make sense there? Oh, absolutely it does. Um, I'm pretty much in line with that. Um, I look at religion. This is the way I always put it. Religion is about man. It's the man in mm-hmm. religion. You know, man defines how the religion should be practiced. It's a belief for uh, God or gods that they worship and um, they do ritual, like you said. Like, and I was, I, I grew up Catholic too. I consider myself recovering Catholic um, for many reasons, but I won't get into that today. But mm-hmm. it's, uh, to me, religion is is brought on by man. It's defined by man, uh, mm-hmm. and and it's often involved. Uh, like a, they put like a code of ethics or a set of rules together, but it's based on man, human, whoever it is that heads it up, and it's kind of like, uh, and I don't mean this as a negative, so everybody in chat and everybody listening don't attack, but it's kind of like a controlling thing. It's how to control the masses, you know. Oh, the hate mail's coming. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm used to that by now, so. <laughs> And you get it too, so it's like, well, you know. Yeah, get in line, right? Well, and then spirituality to me is, it's more about the soul's relationship with all that's sacred, and um, so which is kind of basically kind of what you said as well. So you're right. You're you're absolutely right. And 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 you know, spirituality to me is 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 it's not just a love affair with with spirit, God, and and your loved ones in heaven or what have you. It's also a love affair that you have for your planet. You know, the trees and, and the atmosphere and the grass and the water and the people. And You know, it's just this whole abundance, this cornucopia of just, you know, loving. And it's that simple. Spirituality is just love, you know. So what do you think as far as, like, today, and this is like a loaded question, and, and this is what we're doing here on this show. What do you think? today drives the people in the world? Is it religion, or is it spirituality, or is it split? Well, you know, I'm kind of on the fence there. I guess you could say split. I'm leaning more towards uh, society today and a whole religion, especially where the, the, the part of, I'm in the western part of the United States. It's, it's a very religious part of the of the United States where I live, so I see it so much where it's Mormonism, it's Catholicism, it's Baptist, you know, it's all about religion. Um, a percentage of spirituality or people that practice spirituality, um, if they're closet, I don't know about it, but, you know, I mean, out there practicing spirituality is probably, you know, I would say from, from, from 10 to 15 percent of the public, which is a very low number. It's a very religious part of the country where I live, which is Montana, Idaho, Washington State, Oregon, Wyoming very very religious a lot of mormons um wonderful people but again they live in that religious realm where it's it, it's it was it was created by a man or man and and also with religion there's a lot of fear religion was built around fear for you to fear and to fear god and that's not what spirituality is about we don't you, there is no fear in spirituality you don't fear god it's it's all love. It's very loving. Yeah, I, I you know, I have to I agree with some of it. I the fact that I look at the world mm-hmm. um as a whole and I think that um many people use their uh religion as power to lord and control many people. Mm-hmm. Um and I feel that, you know, some of the things that they put out there with their religion um, I just don't believe that a God or a creator would ever do. I don't believe that there's, um, as human, there's right to judge others. Um, you know, and it's kind of like you look at these other countries that are having all these people, uh, you know, these sects and uh, different things that take women and, and they're only allowed to do this, this, or this, or they 
basically kidnap them and do stuff with them or yeah. say that men can only do this. And ma- and they're almost like, I want to say it's almost fanatical or radical. Radical? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Or like the Westboro Church, you know, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. extremely uh, fanatical <laughs> and fanatical. radical. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. I think that um, I think that we're finding in this day and age that many more people are looking for spirituality. They're looking for a replacement for a labeled religion. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Absolutely, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're finding more and more people turning to um, trying to find how to bring balance into their lives. And uh, I see many people walking away from the churches or the religions. Um, I see many people kind of putting their own spin to the religion, which is always funny. You know, like, I'm Jewish, and but I'm only going to do this, this, and this, because <laughs> I don't no, believe in that. Or yeah. I'm Catholic, yeah. and I'm only going to do this, this, and this, and I'm not going to do that. But, you know, I still consider myself Catholic. And... And then you got to look at these people, and I, I look at them, and it's it's hard for me, and I I really do struggle with it because, you know, so many people are causing so much negatives in the world, and you don't want to judge them, and yet people are judging all the time, you know. It's like um, I think the political mess that's going on right now, and I'm not saying one side or another, and I don't think you should either. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, bringing up stuff and stirring up racism and bigotry and again more labels and you're seeing more religions divide yes at least i think you are no we are we are seeing and and that's one of the sad things that's actually going on and part of it i have to blame the social media and the media i mean it's a frick there right now especially with the political war that's going on in our own country you know, and and um, politics and uh, the presidential race and in the race war and then everything else on top of that. It just it's all stirred into one pot, and it's out of control. And so you take this pot right now in this peripheral pot, and you have religion dumped in it right now, and you have spirituality dumped in it, and you have you know politics dumped in it, and and everything else on top of that dumped in it, racism, and it's just this pot that's being stirred in our country. And people are, they don't know where to turn, and they're lost, you know, and it's really sad. Well, okay, this then this brings us to my next thing, and this will this will be a little bit more fun, I think, for a lot of the listeners, because um, everybody, I think, around the world believes to a degree in angels or apparitions. Um and I know we talked on your show over on Sock Radio the other day about uh, UFOs and that kind of thing, and light beings, people of light or alien beings or what have you. What do you think? Where do you think? What do you think angels? To, to, you know, because you're you're talking religion, you're talking about spiritual. Even the masters, you know, they come to us spiritually and speak to us from spirit form, from the other realms. Where where do you think? What what you know? How how do you put that? What do you think about the angels? Where are they from, or what are they doing, or do you think they're, you know, again from another world? You know. I this is the, my rendition. I don't want any hate mail or people thinking I'm crazy and all this kind of this kind of probably happen because I'm going to put it out there. But I do believe that that the angelic realm and and um, this this extra special realm that's communicating with us and that's watching over us and helping us is a very very highly advanced form of of another uh, of galaxy or planet or whatever you want to call it. I do believe they're a form of of I guess you want to call it that because there's labels that form in an alien. But a very, 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 very advanced form. There are fathers and our sisters and our brothers, and I believe they created us. And I know that sounds crazy, but that's how I have to believe it, and it works for me. Do you think that they're man-made, like a man-made idea? Do you think that's where they originated from? No. Nope. Absolutely not. I do not believe that they are a man-made um, entity at all. I, I do believe that these are, are our higher power. I believe they created us. And we're man. Interesting. Interesting. 
Well, okay, let's take a little break. Um, with that said, we're going to take a, a little break here, and then when we come back, we'll look a little more into uh, the angels and how we utilize them in our lives. Does that sound yes. like a good idea? I say yes. All right. We'll be right back on a different point of view. Hi, this is Christina Nelson, and you can connect with me and all that I do at www.christinanelsonmedium.com. You can also find me over on Facebook at Christina Nelson Life Coach or Paranormal Photo One. In the meantime, thank you for joining us here on A Different Point of View, and I hope you enjoy the show. And uh, hey, we're back, and uh, thank you for listening, everybody out there, to a different point of view. And we're talking about um, a, a, a mishmash of, of quite a few things, actually, today, religion and spirituality and, and angels and, and what have you. And, and right now we're on the um, topic of angels, and, and what I, you know, Bear asked me what I felt, you know, actually, what who, who the creator, who do we believe, or what we believe they might be. And I believe that they are an, an angelic form that's a being, um, a very, very... Uh, a powerful race, um, you know, and, 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 and people ask me all the time, you know, do we believe that they're in heaven? Do you believe that there's a heaven? Do you believe that? I say, you know, I do believe this is how I believe there are some sort of an entity that are very powerful and way, way more advanced, hundreds of thousands of years more advanced than we are. I do believe they created us and there are watchers and they're here to help us. And I do believe that. And so, but that's my belief. Now, I want to ask Bear what her rendition of an angel is and do you believe that these are a man-made you know entity what do you feel well i have um i've worked with angelic beings um i've done uh i've allowed them to channel through me to create uh amazing paintings that i can tell you i would have never painted mm-hmm uh, and never did paint like that until um, I allowed them through. Um, I don't believe they're all um, uh, like fairy dust and soft yeah. and sweet. Um, I think they appear to us as we need them in the forms that we need them. Um, I worked at Children's Hospital for 12 years up in the ICU and HEMOC and cardiac units, and I can tell you the kids see them and hear them, oh, yeah. and I can tell you that I would walk in the room and I'd sense them and see them as well. Um, I think that they are around us all the time. I think they're, like you are saying, they're from like another realm or another hierarchy than we are. Um, I think they existed before mankind did, mm-hmm. um, whether it was through, you know, a traditional creation story, I can't tell you, but I do believe that they connected with us, um, and I believe they're there if we need them in times that are stressful or we're not sure which way to turn. I think they're there all the time, but we don't recognize them all the time. Uh Um, I think they do visitations, um, you know, where, you know, I know you've seen them caught on film sometimes or will read stories about, like, a baby that was drowned in a car that should have been Mm -hmm. drowned in the water that, you Mm -hmm. know, firefighters went and the mother was already dead, but the baby was alive and they were Mm -hmm. drawn to this car. Or somebody was pinned in an accident and was pulled out. Or, um, you know, and they saw the person that pulled them out, and then everybody saw them, and then they weren't there. You know, you can't really explain that stuff away, and if you go back through history, and that's something I've been kind of dabbling with a little bit, um, especially when I was in school, to go back and look at some of the religions and and how they... Mm -hmm looked at different deities. Even the Egyptians uh, believed in spirit. Um, and mm-hmm. I just think that modern man has just applied the name angel to them. Um, a label. Yeah, mm-hmm. a label. Um, but I do think that some of them... I don't know where the names came from. That's always bugged me. Has that always bugged you? Like, who named these angels? 
Yeah, absolutely. You mean like Michael and... and yeah. Uh, who the heck came up with these names? You yeah. know, where did they come from? Mm-hmm. Um, that's always kind of like been a curiosity of mine, but I guess it's like almost like a matter of faith, which faith is part of spirituality, faith is part of religion. Mm-hmm. Um, because I wondered, but then when I had them come through, I learned of angels that I didn't even know their names, that I would give them to a friend of mine after I'd paint them and say, they gave me this, you know, mm-hmm. and then they would like research and say, well, this was one of the archangels. So back in, even in 2010, I didn't have any idea, other than like Michael and Gabriel, you know, I mean, those were typical. But I have, Uriel is constantly around me, and he's known as the god of fire. Um, So I don't know, you know, um, don't know for sure where they came from. I do feel they exist, um, absolutely, because I felt their energy. As a reader, I felt their energy. Now, have you, when you read... You re- you use angel cards sometimes, or you commune with the realm, the angelic realm. I do as yes. well. But how how do they come through for you? Well, for me, it's it's it's, it's my hearing, of course. Um, and I do hear them, and it's like not in the subconscious. It's a very you understand because you're you do what I do, but it's a very um, it's a numbing, odd feeling. It's not the same as if my subconscious was asking me, did I unload the dishwasher or put the clothes in the dryer? There's a huge difference between the two. So when I'm getting, when I'm being communicated with by an, an angel or a spirit or my guide, Eli, my spirit, my angel guide, um, it, 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 it's in a part of my brain that I call my third eye. It's in the back where the pineal gland is in that area because I can feel it, the vibration. And I can hear them just as I'm hearing you now. Um, especially when I do my readings, and you know, I, you you know as well as anybody that knows me, when I do readings, I always get great validation just so they know that I am getting this this this, this um, information from a loved one or an angel. Um, but that's that's exactly how it works for me, and I think it does for you too, Barry. It's a different part of the, I guess we could say, brain that we're we're getting this information. Um, and so we know. Um, but one of the things I want to talk about really really quickly, you did say something about. Um, the, the, the form of miracles and the miraculous miracles that are happening today around us and and that's absolutely going on and and, and that's what gets me about people you know I, I talk to several people all, every week I talk to several several people and I, I talk to people that don't believe in miracles and don't believe in, in the angels yeah and they don't believe that the angels are coming here and creating these miracles and doing these things for us and 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 protecting us they don't believe that and I'm like how could you close your mind and your eyes to these beautiful wonderful things but take all the bad aside all the bad with ISIS and all politics all this crap take that aside and remember and look at all the beautiful things that are happening look at the seasons the green and the, you know the fall and the winter these are miracles you know like but, you said yeah. you know, uh, think we've become the society in general it's because we've become such a materialistic society absolutely smell it feel it touch it yeah the bigger the better, even even as far as eating, you know, you go in to get a, a, a meal, like at a fast food restaurant, and uh, they want to supersize it, you know, do you want that supersize? It's like, no, I'll take the dollar menu, thank you, you know, it's like, um, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, they, yeah, it's, you're right, and one of the big things, and I think the kid, even kids today, which really hurts my heart, and when I get a chance to work with children um, revolving around spiritual things like when they have grandmothers that have passed or something that come to visit them and they get scared and I've actually had a few of these over the past couple months that I've been working with the kids and it makes my heart just so full of happiness to teach them that this isn't anything bad you know and to see that you know it's not all video games and you know money and cell phones and all that stuff it's like they're remembering what it is like our foundations again that goes like for me it's back to my the seven grandfather teachings and 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 believing that life is sacred all life is sacred yeah it is you know, and I'm glad you brought that up. I actually had a house full of teenagers in my house, 19, 20 year olds actually in my house last weekend. We, <laughs> it was, it was, it was, it was a wee time, trust me. But you know, I was very fascinated because, and I, and I noticed kids, these inner city kids from Los Angeles area came out here. It's amazing. 
wanted to come. And so I, I allowed to come. And, but so hungry to learn about spirituality and angels and God and what is spirituality. They're hungry for it because they're not being taught that because they're so sensitized to school and they're so sensitized to their computers and their phones or desensitized I'm trying to say that they don't they don't take the time to learn to stop and let everything slow down and smell the roses and understand what's going on around you and nature and the miracles of nature and spirituality and and I'm telling you they spent three days here and I just got a text from one of them again today his name's Max and he said I didn't want to leave I didn't even know this existed well that's it and you know the big thing too you got to look at is they're willing to learn it, and they're yes. craving it, and they're looking for yes. it, but they have to feel safe. Because if they're in the masses, like, and by masses I mean if they're in schools, and they're in public places, and they're in their normal communities, the biggest majority of the normal communities, um, they're afraid to step out of that circle, you know, of comfort because they're afraid with all the hate and um, bullying and bigotry and racism that's out there right now, they're all afraid to take that step out. So I think that's so important you brought that up because, you know, it's up to us as adults as, and people are always asking me, what can I do? What can I do on my path? What can I do to make a difference? What can I do to make it better? Well, um, folks, you can step outside your comfort zone and bring some kids in and teach them. Mm-hmm. Teach them just by being around them. And I'm sure that's a lot of what it was they felt with you guys up there, right? Yes, absolutely. Was being I, in that sacred space. Yes, I tell you what, and I did something that I don't normally do either. It's kind of, you know, kind of cliche goofy, but I did it just for the kids. We were in our my yard, and I have a beautiful, beautiful tree, and I told them, you guys, let's just touch this tree. Feel this tree. How often do you just touch a tree and tell it thank you? You know, thank you for shade. Thank you for being so beautiful. And they were like, wow. You know, they didn't even say, well, that's dorky and that's stupid. And they were around all their other friends in L.A. They probably would have said that. This lady's crazy. <laughs> What's she smoking today, right? <laughs> I don't know. She has a wacko weed here. But they were really into it. They've never done that. You know, and they saw deer, and they saw elk, and they saw an eagle, and they saw these cool things that they never have seen. And they were like, wow, this really exists. And I said, honey, this is God. This is, this is his creation. Wow. We thought it was freeways and cars and smog. <laughs> you know, that's mm-hmm. there. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it absolutely is. Yes. But then again, you know, that brings us full circle around to the religion and spirituality again. And yeah. um, do we have angels walking among us? And, you know, it's how we perceive life around us. And how many times do you have people that, clients that will call you and say, Oh my God, when am I going to meet the love of my life? Or, oh my God, when am I going to find a job? Or, oh my God, is it going to get better? You know, and it's like spirituality. You have to manifest and listen to your souls resonate Mm -hmm. with what's right. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes it's not easy. Life is work. Yes, it is. Life is work. You can't be lazy to live in life. Well, you know, I had... this was an interesting little story that I read um, a couple weeks ago. I saw it, and it, it reminded me something of what my Aunt Mary had told me before she passed. And she says, you know, people keep asking me, what's the secret of a long life? What's the secret of a long life? What's the secret of life, period? You know, what what do you look at? What do you think is important? She says, well, uh, first of all, you got to stop looking what the secret is. And life is the story. That's what the secret is. It's the story. It's your journey. It's how you grow. It's how you move forward. That's the secret. Yep, that's the secret. And she said that's the big secret of a good life, she says, is experiencing and not wasting time looking for things that you, you know, are, oh, what's the answer to this or what's the answer to that? It's going out and doing. Yeah. So, and that's what. I did it. 
yeah, that to me is no. Aunt Mary hit it, and that. <laughs> that to me, yep, that to me is what spirituality is. Um, you know, and we were talking earlier about the labels. How much do you love labels? <laughs> I they irritate the fire out of me, but you know, we got to have them because that's how people associate is with labels. I mean, I, I did this test. I mean, just really quickly, I did a label yeah. test. And this label test was all these labels that we all know today that are embedded in our DNA. I could probably be born tomorrow and know what the McDonald's is. <laughs> okay? It's embedded in our DNA, right? Well, so I did this test, and it was like a hundred different labels. And it was like Chevron and McDonald's and Wendy's and um, Sears and all these different labels. And do you know I got every single one of them right? And they're just labels. That's all they were. That's because you're old. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Just saying, just saying. That's true. <laughs> just but, saying. Uh, yeah, you know what, we'll talk about this later. Um, but anyway, um, no, seriously, um, but yeah, it's all about labels today. And I have to put a label on myself that I really don't like. But for me to have a clientele base or, or to be able to communicate with people through my website or whatever, radio, I have to put that I'm a psychic medium. And I hate that's a label. I just happen, <laughs> I just happen to communicate with, with, I just happen to communicate with spirit and God. Okay. Well, on that note. Right, because now I'm crazy. <laughs> well, on that note, okay. On that note, we're going to come back and talk about if you're interested and I think I would be and I will be and I've got some input on it what where the psychic or where the intuitive or how we connect where does that come from and how does it start or how does it begin does everybody have that gift and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about that in the next segment here just in a few minutes because we're going to take a little bit of break thank you all for listening thus far here on a different point of view and uh, we'll be right back here with myself bear medicine walker and christina nelson
Hey, this is Bear Medicine Walker just stopping in to share with you that I can be reached through my website at www.bearmedicinewalker.com. There you can also take a step into the Bears Emporium where I offer my artwork, jewelry, and other things for purchase, as well as the ability to set up a reading with me. I invite you to take time to explore the stories handed down to me by elders over the years, totem insights, and rock and crystal keepers information. So I hope you take time to stop over at my virtual cave and enjoy the possibilities. Again, that's at www.bearmedicinewalker.com. And once again, thanks for stopping in today to share in a different point of view. All right, we're back, and uh, I left Christina kind of hanging on that note, and I'm going to let her take the ball and kind of run with her point of view of what it is to be a psychic medium, and is everybody intuitive, or is their empath different from a psychic, or is that just labels, or blah, blah, blah. All right, Christina. Well, you know, it's there. It's all labels. It really is. We all just have the gift, and I don't try to scientifically tear it down or anything. I just do it, you know. So I'm a lot different than some of these psychic mediums out there that that love the labels and that they 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 tear it down to where they are um, evidential or they're clairvoyant or you know um, trans. You know, they're what is that? Uh, not transgender. What's that other word? <laughs> trans medium. Trans, trans, trans. The ones that do the trans. Yeah. And so there's so many, they tear it down, you know, and they scientifically and get, you know, tear it down. They give it this, this Spock effect, and, and I'm not about that, guys. I'm just a simple, intuitive thing. Well, what's an intuitive? Intuitive is somebody that has the knowing, that has the gift, and that utilizes and exercises and, 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 <coughs> and sees and hears like I do, and that's an intuitive. I do have that gift. Um, I've had it for several years since I can remember actually but I've, but it's something I'm exercise. I have to realize I have to use study I do study so you know that that keeps me in the now and it keeps me in the know and it keeps my my ability in my exercise to me I have to exercise my abilities like if I was going to the gym exercising my butt but my, my my bones and my muscles if I do I will lose it we have to exercise and I call it this the pineal gland in the back of your brain it is an actual gland that is there. It's like a third eye. We ex- exercise. Um, if you don't know what a pineal gland is, go and Google it. Pineal gland. It's very fascinating. I've studied it. And we have to ex- and utilize that to be able to be open to spirit and to communicate and be, and be able to, to, di- you know, to be able to know the difference between, like I said earlier, between my subconscious and my, my intuitive mind, the, the mind that spirit speaking me speaking to me through. But that's how it works for me, guys. It's just really simple. And it's not scientific. And I do have... And another thing we have to do, too, is, as me, as a psychic medium, that labeled word, is I have to meditate. I have to have that relationship with... with, with, with I have to have that relationship with spirit. And that personal relationship is through, is through meditation. And I have to do that every day. I do simple, easy, because I'm simple, easy med- meditation. <laughs> understand and I 
look at children that have invisible friends as, no, they do. They see spirit. And we tell them, no, that's not a good thing, you know, when they reach a certain age and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, media makes fun of it, you know, like, what is that? There's a, there's a TV show over on BBC that I cracked up about, and it was about a boy in Britain, and he had an imaginary friend. And so you have all these people poking fun of it. So it goes away. And the only people that it stays with that get older and grow with it are the people that have the strong enough souls, the strong enough energy within to continue to resonate with it regardless, whether it's communicating with animals or life around them or the spirit realms. So that's my take on being whatever, intuitive or whatever you want to call it. Well, in, 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 a, in a point, I, I agree where, you know, as children and as, as newborns, we do have the gift and we see and, and, and we hear and um, we have uh, manifestations around us that, that they see. And we've seen babies do this, you know, look at something that's not there, reach for it, um, young children. And, and we have, I, I actually had a client whose granddaughter had never, ever, ever was four, three or four years old. She'd never seen a picture of her grandfather ever. They just didn't have any out. And they were they happened to put take a, a book out and and they went right to the grandfather in in the album. And the and the little girl goes, "Peepa, peepa, that peepa, that peepa, peepa." Oh my! They're very excited. Mm-hmm. And they were like, "Uh, what? What? <laughs> you know? I mean, it's like what?" So, you know, yeah, there's proof that these children are very gifted and they see these things now, like you said. At the, I, and I, and, and, and from what I could tell around between seven and eight years old, it starts to diminish and go away. Mm-hmm. Um, I because, agree with that. But, yeah, because of what man has done to them, school, peer pressure, things like that, you know, the, 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 the boogeyman's real, but Santa Claus isn't kind of thing. And um, So, you know, you start, you stop believing. Well, you bring that up. How did you deal with it as a child? Did you have your gift as a child? I absolutely did. I remember, you know, I, people that know me know, my my stuff started around eight years old. And I was um, horribly uh, haunted. And uh, my mother and I, and we had an entity that lived with us and, and that um, attacked me and did all kinds of horrible things to me as a child. For a little over a year, um, this went on. And so I knew that there was something there that was supposed to be there. And I knew I wasn't crazy, um, and my mother was seeing the same thing, and so that's what made me so much more, I guess you'd call it intuitive. And I and and I wanted to know what what this was and what made it tick. So my whole life, I was so interested in it, and I knew it existed. So I kept that open. I wouldn't let anybody tell me, "Oh, it's a it's a figment of your imagination. You're crazy. There's nobody there." I knew better, and so I was able to keep that type of communication open in my mind that knowing that that was there so I always had these manifestations and these things because I feel that when we do keep ourselves open like that we are a beacon of light and that these earthbounds and these spirits come to us because they see our light they know we're not to it they know we see them like the ghost whisperer remember that show she was with her absolutely yeah saw her beacon of light that's what we are. We didn't go well, out. I'll tell you, I, I've had it for as long as I can remember it, and I've walked away from it four or five times within oh, yeah. my lifespan because it drives you absolutely yeah. batshit crazy. I'll just, I'm just calling it what it is. Um, and it's not an easy road to walk, and nope. people who say, you know, this, that, and the other thing have no clue unless they've got the gift and you know, utilize it or try to keep it back so it's at bay. Um, I will tell you one of the stories that brought me back to it when I was about 24, from the period of 21 to about 24, I walked away from it, and I didn't want anything to do with it, and by it, I mean the gift. And uh, some people call it a gift, some people call it a curse. Um, And it was always I'd push it at bay and la, 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 la. And then finally you kind of get a switch and you kind of shut it off. And like you said, it's like a bike. You have to utilize it again to make it, you know, you don't really forget how to do it or how to connect, but you can 
put the bike in the shed, so to speak, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I went up to Quebec City, and I went up to old Quebec where St. Anne's Church was, and um, I went there not because it was a Catholic church, but because, I don't know, there was something that made me, like, called to me that I needed to go there, and I really didn't know at the time, I do now, but I didn't know at the time who St. Anne was or anything about the church, and I went with family, and it was like, oh, you know, yay, we get to go see an old Victorian church, you know, and I went in, and it was a cathedral, and it was amazing, and it was a site of miracles. Um, There were many um, crutches sitting there and many uh, wheelchairs hanging on pillars of the church, and it had been a site of miracles, and it continues to this day to be a site of miracles. And I did not realize that St. Anne was Mother Mary's mother. And... I went into the church, and it was like everything, it was like walking into a time warp. Wow. And I remember very clearly, and everything around me kind of stilled and kind of went to the background, and I was drawn up to the front and to a side altar. Like there's a main altar, and then they have all these little things where votive candles are all around the place. Mm -hmm. And I went up, and I guess apparently I sat down up there, and I don't remember how long myself, but I was told I was sitting up there for about 40 minutes, and I saw a woman who was illuminated, and again, at this time, I did not know who St. Anne was, Mm -hmm. and she walked, and she talked to me, and I talked to her, and she discussed what I had to do in my lifetime, and she discussed some of the pressing issues that were going on at the time. Um, I actually had a young man in my life that was very, very ill, and he was 14, and, um, you know, we discussed it. And then finally I had somebody from my family came up and kind of shook my shoulder, you know, like, come on, let's go, let's go, we've been waiting for you. Uh It's like, what do you mean, I've only been up here like a few minutes, right? No, you've been up here for like 45 minutes. Well, but then I brought back to reality, and she was gone. And I walked back, and I was forever changed again, you know, Um, so apparition, angel, you know, uh, teacher, mentor, whatever you want to call them, master, you know, Um, but I know that there was a woman, not of this realm, that came and spoke to me about many things, and it changed my life, Mm -hmm. so, you know, there's just, I don't know, there's so many things that not everybody gets to experience that, but it is available there if you put yourself out there and open to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There is. There is. It's 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 the best Disneyland ever. I have to say that, you know, and I, I just happened to mention this today to to a good good friend of mine, um, Angel Wolf, but uh, I had a quick uh, experience, too, where I was watching, actually, a movie, and it was a Robin Williams movie, and it was called What Dreams May Come. Oh, I love that movie. And I was watching it all by myself, watching it, and oh, this is so cool, I love heaven, oh my God, heaven's cool, right? And all of a sudden, and I was by myself, and I knew what time it was, let's say it was like 2 o'clock in the afternoon or whatever, and I'm watching this movie, and I started to go into this, like, dream state, and I knew I wasn't asleep, but I couldn't wake up, it was just the strangest thing. And an and, and angel being, an angelic being, took me through what heaven would be like for me. And it was cubicles. It started out with cubicles, quickly. And I had to go through these cubicles and take these tests of life. And I went, oh, my God, really? Oh, my God. You know, I had to go through these tests? Oh, my God, I hate tests. I started to panic. <laughs> I was panicking. I go, yeah, it's like the DMV. No. You know, I got to do this. And so I, they said, well, you're going to take these tests. You know, in, in, in school, earth, and life, and all that. So I said, okay, cool, well, whatever. So we go through these cubicles, and they were showing me around. And oh, actually, the, the angelic being came in the form of my mother. They said because she was the person I loved the most in the whole world. Because it was, she said, I'm not your mother. I came to you as your mother because you love your mother more than anything in the world. So oh my God, that's really cool. So my mom, I guess you could say, was taking me through these cubicles. Then we got we got done with the life review stuff. They were showing me what it was like. Then we went to what heaven was like, and it was kind of like what, what dreams may come. Heaven was what I wanted heaven to be. 
which mm-hmm. was which was rolling hills, huge like oak trees, horses, family, this long picnic table with this amazing food on it, which we were all going to sit around. And you know, and my job was to be was to be with children in heaven. That's what I wanted to do was to to work with children that's coming home early from heaven. So I mean, I don't talk a lot about this story because people are like, mm-hmm. but the, the whole thing about the story was, this is what heaven was. It took me on this Disneyland tour. It was amazing. And I woke up or whatever it is, came out. I wasn't really asleep, but I came out of the state and it was like 4.30. And the movie was still where exactly. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Disneyland, baby. That's the best well, and, that, and that's it. But you know, I, Share, and I again, I have never shared the story I just shared either, and I don't know what compelled me to, but other than the fact, like you sharing yours, yeah. is that not only do people like us have these, but hopefully it'll open other people up to see that these stories that you all have in your own lives yeah. of things that happen, they're really not crazy, they really do happen. I'm not right. crazy. No, you're not. And with that said, we'll be right back. we got to take another short little break, and we'll be back up to close out today on a different point of view. Be right back. different point of view and I'm here with my partner in crime Christina Nelson and I'm going to hand her the mic there you go Miss Christina it's all yours he's heavy anyway no seriously guys this has been a really fun show uh, for, for, for I think our first show um, we had a great point of view on a different point great point of view right and so you know I, I love what we talked about the angelic realm my favorite part of the whole show, actually and I just wanted to kind of put a few pointers out there about was where angels come from and again my rendition of an angel is, is a type of a, a powerful um, uh, beyond light years of us um, entity AT whatever you want to call it but this beautiful amazing race of, of, of I want to call uh, people I guess we can that created us and I love that we touched on that a little bit um, what was your favorite part of the show today um, I just think talking about it in a, a getting a different 
responses, you know, are different where we come from with it. Um, you know, and like you said, with angels, I think it's really cool because I think people sometimes don't recognize even angels among us. And I don't mean Mm-mm. the humans that do good things. I mean how they kind of pop up in human form and do things and touch our lives or touch people's lives in ways that they don't even realize. And like you said, people are looking for miracles all the time, and they're all yes. around us. That's exactly right. They're around us. Stop <coughs> and look and listen. They're around us every day. I just think that's really important. And, and, and meditation, well, you know, we still got a little bit of time here. So, you know, the meditation, how you said you just kind of sat and how important it is to take time for self, whether, you know, you call it meditation or prayer or whatever, or just silence, you know, communing with uh, spirit, communing with life. Sometimes I just go outside to sit and just listen and listen to the world around me you know people often say i can't meditate how do you meditate oh my god i don't know how to meditate i can't meditate give your description of what it is to meditate exactly it's just going and being off by yourself whether it's in your the comfort of your recliner or outside under a tree just get that alone quiet time that's all it is Reflect, feel smell that's all it's that simple that's how I do, and and spirit comes and they speak to me, and I get these great visions. Do you get visions when you meditate? Do you? Uh, yeah, I also get what I call waking visions, where you're not asleep but you're not awake totally. You're kind of in that dream space yes. where I call it dream walk, where your soul has gone wandering. And I know to some people they're going to say, "Wow, bear is really whack," but. Your soul wanders when you sleep or you meditate, and it kind of leaves your body. That's how people kind of, healers can astral plane and and send healing uh, to the other side of the world, for that matter, energy. And that's kind of what our soul's essence is. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I kind of, it's like a dream state or a dream walk. Uh, But you're not really asleep. Mm -hmm. You're not. And that's kind of what I was trying to to say when I was doing or going through that with the movie What Dreams May Come that feeling I had was kind of like a dream walk mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. I was awake I was I was conscious but yet not it is you described it perfectly well you know you don't need uh, you know I have people joking with me all the time you take peyote bear and it's like no I don't do drugs I, know, I don't right? do drugs to do it it's a it's a it's a form of um, calming yourself. I actually do this with my clients often, uh, Christina. This is uh-huh. a really good um, kind of a really good way to kind of ground yourself and just get yourself to that level where you can hear and listen and open to things. Is I do what I call the seven sacred breaths. Yeah. And I get them to sit very quietly and just relax, and then take a deep breath in and hold it, and then release it. And it's for each direction, the mm-hmm. north, the south, north, the east, south. the west, mm-hmm. above, below, and within. Mm-hmm. And um, I do it with them so that we're kind of in unison and we wind up walking in the same space, mm-hmm. um, if that makes sense. So, yeah, it's uh, there's all it kinds of ways. Some people use mu- music. Some people use sound. Some people use candlelight. Some people use drumming. You know, there's all different ways to get to that meditation point. No, yeah, no, there are different ways. I prefer the quiet hearing. I like to be outside if I can or on my porch because I want to hear the rustling of the the, the, the trees and the birds and the river. I, I live right in front of a river, and I want to hear that water, you know. So that's my type of, of meditation now. I don't know about you, Bear. What, what, is, what do you like? Do you like the music, the drums? Um, I can do it with music. I can meditate to drums, I can meditate by sitting outside, I can meditate with, I don't have a problem, I can, I can go to a doctor's office and stare, just stare, like, at nothing, yeah, and put myself to a meditative state, I've never, that's why people, I always kind of chuckle, they go, how do you do that, I go, I don't know, I just do, it's always, I used to be able to do it when I was in school, I could do it, and my eyes would be wide open, and I'd be gone. Gone. <laughs> Just gone. Yeah, so, but anyway. 
Well, I think uh, when we come back next week, we'll be talking about something else new and exciting. Uh, and it's going to be kind of what we're going to look at is things that uh, people, you know, deal with every day in this um, holistic field or, um, you know, in the spiritual field. And these are the things we're going to kind of try to address each and every week here on A Different Point of View. And I hope you all... Uh, come back and join us again next week. I don't know. What's going on with you this week, Christina? Anything special? Um, no. We, we have, I live in a little tiny town, so we have in the little county fair here, and it's it's Mayberry RSE, and I love it. It's just as cute as heck. So we're going to go do that and maybe hit a rodeo, and I'm just going to chill. It's going to be a great week. A rodeo? Rodeo. You're going to go down a rodeo? <laughs> well, I'm heading the other way. I'm going to the Blues Fest. So it's just down the road for me on the big lake, and I'm living on the little lake, and life is good. And yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, um, I think, too, I thought maybe next week when we come back, we'll talk about a little bit about connecting with our totems, because I know we both have different points of view with that, too. So, yeah. all right. So, all right. Till next time, guys. Bear out. Peace out, guys. I would like to take a moment to thank all of you that joined us today and in archives in the future. I hope you found the show to be insightful and entertaining. Everything presented on the show is from a biker and a bear's perspective in order to allow people to understand that life is made up of many different people and all see things in their own way, with a different point of view. So until next time, bear out. (laughs) 